Hey guys, and welcome to the Pipogus Podcast, where we talk about things you probably should too. Today, we're stupid. Uh, and it, uh, That is correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we were recording our, our, our normal episode as, as intended, and then after we were done, we were like, man, you know, Halloween's just, just in a couple days. And then we were like, wait a minute, why didn't we do a Halloween uh, episode? So we are, but this is, that's what we're doing now. So um, the the one we would have done today is going to come out just next week. Yeah. Yep. So just to clear cut and dry, we we all screwed up. Like literally. So just to give you context, it's two days till Halloween for us. As we're talking, it is two days before Halloween. It's a Sunday, mm-hmm. and we like we we got in the we got in the Discord ready to record. <laughs> we're we're all excited about what the topic was because it was a really good topic that we chose. And then we get to the end, we sign off, and then we start doing, like, we start talking because we talk a little bit afterwards. And then Noah had mentioned something about a Halloween costume. I'm like, oh my God, we totally just completely forgot about a Halloween episode because that's what we do here. We do, like, special editions of episodes depending on where the, like, depending on what the holiday is. We've done a Christmas one, we did a New Year's one, and last year we did a Halloween one too. So if we just skipped it this year, it'd been like, hey, what the hell, man? Like, where, where's your Halloween episode? So we were totally dumb, and we all forgot that Halloween. We didn't forget that Halloween existed. We just forgot the fact that we're two days away. I think maybe, or or we just forgot that we did one last year. Whatever the cause was, we didn't do one, and now we're here. Um, one thing we have to preface and don't come at John for this. He has to make himself the host. Like he's winning this at, no matter what because he hosted the one we just did because Noah made or I made him the host last time. So it wouldn't make sense for me or Noah to win this one because then John would host the next time and you guys would be like, wait a minute, didn't Ethan or Noah win? So John literally has to make himself the winner of this episode. So there's not many points. There's not going to be anything like that. We're just going to be telling spooky stories. So don't belittle John for this. Literally, he has to do it. Otherwise, it's not going to make sense. So. Right. So uh, how, how have you guys been in the past like five minutes since the last episode we recorded? I'm very, very, very sad. <laughs> just completely... <laughs> Devastated. I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm just disappointed and sad, and my back hurts. And fuck. I've made a lapse in my judgment. Or whatever the damn <laughs> yes, the apology video episode. <laughs> yeah, it's I the apology forget. video. Yeah, I did forget to mention in the last episode, I did actually hurt my back. Hmm. Were we doing construction or something? Do you do a backflip no. and you didn't go all the way and land on your back? No, I was no, I was at work. Mm. Oh, were you carrying something heavy? Uh, no. Well, I was carrying something. They're not really that heavy. Um, so initially, what I was doing was I was filling two bins because they were low on the plugs that we needed. So I was filling them, and I went to go back up, and without looking, I hit my lower back into one of the trucks that we work on. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Are you becoming an old man now? Is that what you're saying? I mean, maybe, man. Do, do you need your prune juice? <laughs> I can send you some. No, no, no. I've got my Pepsi next to me. Well, that doesn't help. That, that doesn't so help. Yeah, you know, need the prune juice, man. You need the it's... prune juice. You need your uh, milk. Uh, you need some other stuff. So uh... No, no, no. I don't need any of that old shit yet. Well, I know John needs his prune juice. I actually sent yeah. him a shipment the other day. He, he yeah, yeah. Prune juice I, like got it. I got that yesterday, yeah. 
He basically has an IV set up to him that's just prune juice. Because like he needs an assistant. Prune juice IV. Yeah, it's a prune juice to try and fix his bald head. No, that's that can't ever be fixed. It's just really trying to fix his old age because he's pretty old. He's like fifty six basically. So like he basically has this IV. Well, we were playing like shoots and ladders the other day, and like it's a very simple game. It's a game made for toddlers. It's <laughs> like there's numbers on the there's numbers and everything on the spaces, and you go up in a certain pattern. And like John would roll like a six, for example, he'd be on like forty three or forty like forty eight. He'd go from like forty seven to fifty six to forty. He was all over the place. Yeah, was... it, it happened on multiple occasions. It wasn't just once or anything. It happened multiple times. I was having <laughs> like, a good time that day. <laughs> that that's where the whole prune juice bit started. So if anyone wants to check that out, uh, you can't right now because it's not up on my channel yet. But stick around for that because it will be coming out at some point but that's where it originally started um so that's anytime you mentioned me or anytime i mentioned me john and prune juice that's what we're referring to yeah yeah but john have you done anything in the last five minutes um you know i was i was gonna go get some something to drink but um i didn't have time to so uh, if i die of dehydration during this episode uh, i blame society <laughs> Blame society. Um, I mean, I guess one thing I didn't mention because I didn't feel his bonnet was my sister's birthday was uh, this week. Well, technically last week if you count Sunday as the first day of the week, which nobody does because that's stupid. Um, so it was, it was it was on Monday and we went to the Cheesecake Factory, awesome place by the way. Um, we had probably the best waiter that's ever grazed the earth. Um, he literally we like. He literally was telling us like, "Oh, don't get this, don't get that." Like he like his certain occasions don't make things correctly. He was like, "Oh, don't get this. It's terrible. It never looks right." And like he, he's like, "Oh, I I wouldn't get this because it doesn't taste good, like or whatever." Um, he was giving us recommendations on cheesecake, and all around he was just an amazing guy. Um, but yeah, Cheesecake Factory is great, and then we went to one of my favorite stores ever, GameStop, because I like buying physical games. I like getting digital games if they're cheaper. But like otherwise, I want a physical copy because I know it can't get lost if the world if the internet blows up. Um, so yeah, we went to GameStop. Actually, I actually got two games that I had as a like teenager. Well, I'm a teenager currently, but what I mean is like I was like nine or ten, um, which is not a teenager. I don't know what <laughs> I I need to this now. Um, <laughs> but so basically, Call of Duty Black Ops Three is a game I would play. It's a game I played a long time ago. I haven't played this game in like seven or eight years. Same with Titanfall 2. Um, and they were both like Call of Duty, for example. I'm looking at it now. It was 25, uh, 20 with a member, which my mom was. And then Titanfall was like seven bucks. So I'm like, oh, I should just get these because it's been a while. And there's a game that I've been playing on my channel that's not Call of Duty, but it's started getting me back into the feel of zombies, like Call of Duty Zombies specifically. And I used to, I used to grind that crap out to the max. Like I would be on around like 100... 150 sometimes even and i would just play that game for a while um and black ops 3 is one of the games that's on ps4 because black ops 2 i don't believe is unless you get like a special thing with it um but yeah so i got those and i haven't played them just yet but i'm pretty excited too but yeah all around monday was a good day sounds good good. i guess uh what's that Oh, nothing. It's uh, something Ethan would kill me for. You be in the shower? <laughs> no, no, no. It has to do with uh, some kind of a movie. Mm-hmm. I see. Oh, yeah. You probably die, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
You would probably be beheaded and then never seen again by your family. Yeah, because yeah, he's dead. He can't be seen again. This comes back as a ghost. Well, I mean, they won't find his body either. That's what I meant. Like they won't uh, find his body. Yeah. That makes sense. He would disappear off the he would disappear off the face of the earth. Yeah. Mm, finally. Did <laughs> you say finally? Jesus Relatable. <laughs> Relatable. Oh, John, are you okay, buddy? No. Uh, today we are—we're uh, going to just skip the headlines because we obviously would have already done them, right? Am I am I correcting that assumption? The headline for this episode is that Halloween had already happened. Uh, so go get your candy now because it's on sale. Uh, I think you mean the headline is. I think the whole headline should actually be Halloween already happens and we're stupid. Yes. See, see, you guys become old and need prune juice. (laughs) Yes. Prune juice. Anyway, uh, today's topic, obviously, it's a Halloween uh, themed spooky stories. Um, so we, we all got some spooky stories to share about our, mm-hmm. our endeavors of being scared at night or at day, depending on when these stories take place. I don't know. I'm going to hand it over to my, uh, c- co-host, I guess, because it, I'm doing bad. <laughs> no, get that, get that IV, man. It has your purchase in it. Yeah, man. I want to squeeze uh, that IP bag for you. Maybe they'll help. I'll uh, I'll let Noah go first because he lost a lot. He he keeps losing like the horror stories because he keep, like I don't know if it's just a thing, but like his stories somehow somehow like relate to mine. So I'm gonna let him go first. Okay. All right. So this story is about the time I went to Reaper's Revenge for the first time. Yeah. So this was about. Two, maybe three years ago at this point. And we went for my birthday because it was around that time, maybe a little later. And we went, waited in line for like a good hour or two. All the while, there was this little girl dressed up. Well, it was an actor dressed up to look like a little girl, uh, covered in blood. Carrying, I think it was an air horn or a bell. I'm not really sure which. Probably the air horn. But she was just going up and scaring the shit out of people, which was hilarious. Except for when she was scaring the shit out of you. Uh, eventually, we ended up getting on the hayride. And the first place that you go to, it's scary, but it's like not the worst thing that you see. Eventually, you go past it, and this guy that you don't see at all because somehow this motherfucker just hides in the shadows so well, but he comes onto the cart, and he has to select people, and you get to find out what that's for later. So he selects the first person, not me. Selects the second person, not me. Selects the third person. It's me, fuck. So he selects one more person, hops off, and then we head over to the next place. I kind of forgot what it's called because it's been a little... But we head over, and 
it goes like it's supposed to. I believe this was maybe toward the point where the zombies came onto the cart. And at first they were trying to be like actually terrifying zombies. But then they turned into the Michael Jackson thriller zombies and just danced around. So yeah, next thing after that was we ended up gives, giving a visit to what I guess was like the cousin of Leatherface because I think Leatherface was supposed to be there, but he wasn't. Uh, we went past that to what was a clearing with a well in the middle. And what was a screen in front of the well. And just all around was fog and it was just basically fog and the tree line and all that. Eventually this video comes on. And it's kind of like the tape that you see when you're watching uh, The Ring where it summons the little girl. So we watch it. And eventually, something starts happening in the well. Smoke starts coming out. Then we see a hand. Then we see another hand. Eventually, we just see black hair coming up. And the little girl comes out, runs up to the cart, gets on. And I don't remember what she did to everybody, but she did something. I think she actually selected someone for something, don't remember what. Eventually we got past that into this point where it was like a little rest point where we could all use the bathroom, wash up, and just do whatever you needed to do. Alright, so after resting for a little bit and you know, since you get the shit scared out of you, you do eventually have to use the bathroom. So we hop back onto the ride and go to the next attraction, which is where, supposedly, it's really just the act, but supposedly someone touched one of the actors. So they've got to find out who, and they've got, like, a sheriff in there to try and interrogate us. Doesn't really go well, so the whole building that we're in just starts rattling and shaking. And then, these two people that weren't there before just pop out in front of you. And then the light comes... Goes off. And it comes back on. And those two people on the sheriff, in front of other people. This repeats about... Four to five times. Before, eventually, we're all just told to get the hell out. Which we all do, because, well, fuck that place. But it then leads us to the one place I didn't want to go, but had to go. It led us to the circus with all the goddamn clowns. So we make our way through, and it's one clown after the other, one being annoying as shit, one just trying to hit me with an axe or something. Eventually we get to this point where we have to put on these glasses and go through this really trippy-ass house where everything is just neon, there's black lights, and it just gives off this really trippy kind of feel. Uh, 
after stumbling my way through that and I think accidentally kicking all the actors in the head, um, we get through, and I think I actually ended up puking at one point just because of how much there was with all the um, colors and just how trivia was. Well, the next room after that wasn't too much fun either, because the next room we went into was just dark, not a hope of light at all. And what was worse was, I had to take off my glasses. So, I couldn't see a damn thing. I couldn't tell where to fucking go. So, all the while, I'm with my mother. And I didn't know if I mentioned that, but this is my first time. So, I'm with my mom and her boyfriend at the time. And I think eventually, at some point, I lose my mom and her boyfriend. So, it's just me. In this dark fucking place. And I'm just going through randomly. Eventually, I make my way out. But I'm pretty sure I hit I hit my head on at least one thing. Pretty sure I hit my arm on another. I'm pretty sure something whacks me in the balls. I don't know what. When I get out, I find my mom and her boyfriend. We regroup. And we're good. So then we get back on the hayride. And now, if you remember how we were all selected. On the people who were selected on our foreheads. Was a spot of blood. Where the actors could see it so they can know. Okay, I can act interact with this person and screw with them and just scare the hell out of them. And that's exactly what happened. Because we pull up to this barn where about three hillbillies and one guy who kind of looks like Leatherface, but it isn't Leatherface, hop up with a chainsaw and I think a few axes. And they pull one guy out. One of the hillbillies comes up to me and says, get up. I look at him in the face and just say, no. He looks at me, laughs, and says, All right, your funeral. Him and his two hillbilly friends pull me out of my goddamn seat into the middle of a goddamn cart. Well, hayride. And proceed to make it look like the most gruesome death ever. And then after that, we went to this place that I hated the most. And it was the quarantine zone. And that place sucked. Because I got screwed with the most there. I first got pulled along by soldiers. Then some creepy freaky scientist dude pulls me onto a table to do some kind of experiment. I think it pulled off of said table, taken along, almost ate by a zombie at some point. And I don't really remember the rest, because if I remember, I eventually just had a breakdown and just started saying, Fuck you, I'm sorry, fuck you, I'm sorry, fuck you, I'm sorry, fuck you, I'm sorry. All the way until I got out. 
And that's my story of my first time at Reaper's Revenge. Is Reaper's Revenge that elaborate? I've never seen pictures. Because I, I don't think you can take pictures of them. Because anytime I see pictures of it, I see pictures of like the entrance and people standing next to the Grim Reaper. And that's it. Yeah, you cannot take pictures at all at any point at, in any of the interactions. But um, it is that elaborate. Or It was two or three years ago on my most recent visit. It was not as elaborate. Because, mm. like, the, the simulation stuff wouldn't scare me at all. The only way you can scare me is if, like, I'm turning a corner and you're just standing there. Then Then I'll get scared. But if you're, like, if, like, Guys with chainsaws, whether they be real or fake, come up on the cart. I'm just gonna sit there and be like, "All right, <laughs> cool." Yeah. Like it, it, it. You need to scare me in sort of like jump scare manner. You can't just be like, you can't just be like, you can't have just a scary face. I'm not scared of clowns. I'm not scared of like yeah. really anything that like that. So like they would have needed to do more stuff than just that. So like, yeah. but even if because I thought about going one year, but I'm just like I don't know if it's like that hyped up because typically stuff like that it's really hyped up and then you get there and it's like okay, it's all right. Yeah. But no, I, I like because I think I have to buy tickets and I don't know how much those tickets were, so I'm like I don't know if it's worth it, and so I just didn't end up bothering. Yeah, the one place that scared me the most was uh, the pitch black one, just because a it didn't have my glasses and b, well it was pitch black. Well, the thing about this, and I said this about video games too, is if the game is too dark, it's just not even scary. Because, like, it's not so much the fear of the unknown anymore because it's so freaking pitch black that you're more confused on what's happening. So, the, And that's so much so that you're, like, your mind's not scared. It's more confused than anything. And so in real life when it's pitch black, like, sort of same thing because your, your mind's more worried about getting out of the dark than what's lurking in the dark. So it's not even so much scary on that front to me. Um, and obviously everyone reacts differently to darkness, but I've like, with that, I would just be like confused on what's happening and where I'm supposed to be going, like that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so for my story, I'm going to start, well, I'm going to like say one that's like, it's definitely spooky. It's not, it's not like an encounter or anything. Um, so me and my, again, it's, um, it was, it was my mom's boyfriend. They're now husband and wife at this point. Um, but him, him and I make dinner sometimes, like on days I can help, I do. Um, but we were making dinner, uh, this, this past couple of days and I, I forgot what the dinner was. I think it was, oh, you know what it was? I think it was, uh, we have a version of a lasagna called the taco lasagna. It's instead of like lasagna, it's tortillas, meat, cheese, tortillas, meat, cheese. It's basically lasagna, but it's taco, taco eyes. And you put that taco sauce, the, the, like the brand, you put the taco sauce on there. You can do mild, medium or hot. I think we do. I think we stick to medium, but we also have hot if you want to pour it on yourself. Um, and it's really good. It's, it's really good. But we were making it that night. And we have lights, like neon lights above our kitchen, like on top of the shelves. So it kind of illuminates at night. It looks really cool. Um, they're the kind of like typical, quote unquote, gamer lights. Like you, you string up on the, on the ceiling or the wall and they, they look like that. Um, so we have those on our kitchen. And right now they're set to blue because we liked the we liked the color blue. We liked the uh, how it looked at night and stuff. So we, we left it there. We never really tried it. Or actually, I think we did try the colors, but we stuck with that one. And so it's been like this for a good couple of weeks at this point. I can't remember exactly when we got it, but it's been like that for a couple of weeks. And we're making dinner, and all of a sudden, I, all of a sudden, both of us kind of at the same time look up and we see that it's rainbow now. Like it's it's switching between 
all the different colors. And if you've never had any lights like these, you know that a remote is the thing controlling it. Because, um, like, you can't, like, there's no button to press on lights. They're, they're, they don't change automatically. It's just you have to input something for it to change. And we're like, what the hell? Why are they, why is it rainbow? And so we're looking around for the remote. We're thinking someone's screwing with us. And we find it in a drawer where we thought it was in the first place. And no one was touching it. It wasn't brushing up against something. Nothing heavy was on it that could have initiated the rainbow. And we're like, that's weird. <laughs> and so we turned it back to blue. Um, and then just went along with our went along with the day. Nothing else happened at that point. Fast forward a couple of days. Um, for me, it would have been three or four days ago. We were making something else. And as we're putting something in the oven, it changes to a different kind of blue. It changes it changed to a more like lighter blue. And we're like, what the hell's going on? And so again, we look in the drawer where the remote was, it was still sitting there, and it was no one was touching it. Like I said, these are not like super sensitive controllers or sorry remotes. They're they're like you need to press pretty decently to get it to do something. Um and then at the same time, if something heavy was on it, it wouldn't just randomly select the blue it would select a, like one of the one of the ones in the middle where the center of mass is and there wasn't anything on it it was just sitting by itself it wasn't near anything nothing was sitting on it it wasn't leaning against anything it just randomly changed colors and so again at this point we're like what is going on with that um and we, we had no idea like we no one no one had it there's only that one controller so it's not like someone else had a controller in the living room or someone was screwing with it so it was just really strange um and then we, we kind of just assumed that, like, it, it just happened. Like, we don't have any explanation as to why it happened. Like, you can make the conspiracy theory of, like, oh, it's got to be ghosts or whatever. Um, and like I said, you can make that assumption. Uh, this, the next story I tell might, might indicate, might, might sort of indicate my thoughts on what it could have been. But it's just, it was definitely strange. Because it was, it, was, it was off-putting at first because we're like, what the hell is that about? And then this fact that it happened again not too long after that, like not too long after the first time, we're like, okay, this is this is definitely strange. Um, but yeah, we it's only been a couple of days after the second time, so it could happen again. We don't know. Uh, it's just really weird. I mean, it's not a battery thing. There's no like scientific explanation as to why it happened. That's all we know. But we all we know is that it has to be science related. We just can't figure out what it is yet. So, but yeah, it was definitely kind of it was definitely kind of spooky. When it happened, it didn't happen at like pitch like the dark of night or anything. It just it happened around dinner time, so it was still light out. But it was it was definitely creepy that you know a device decided to be like, oh, you know what? I don't like blue anymore. I want this to be rainbow. Um, and then the second time it was like, oh, you know, I don't like that tint of blue. I'd much prefer a uh, ocean turquoise. Thank you. And it just switched it to that. So we don't know what it originally was, but all we know is that it was weird and that it was kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit creepy. Definitely does. I feel like when like something like that would, like can't explain what happens, it's creepy. Because it's like, if you knew what happened, then it's like, oh, okay. That's what it was, but it was creepy in the moment. But like when you still don't know what it happened, it's like, huh. I, I'm, I'm unsure if I'm safe. <laughs> I'm unsure if I'm safe, yeah. Um, and yeah, because it was in a drawer, right? So there's no... Like, if you wanted to make the assumption that, oh, the wind knocked it over or something, like, there's no reasonable scientific explanation as to what happened. Like, it's because it's not wind. a battery thing, because batteries just make it turn off. Like, you know how in video games you see someone holding a flashlight and it's flickering? They mm -hmm. don't do that. They, or If it's out of batteries, they just turn off. They don't flicker. 
So it's similar, it's the so, same sort of thing. It wouldn't if it's running out of batteries, you wouldn't switch it to rainbow mode. Be like, oh, it's getting lit here. We gotta we gotta turn up the lights. No, it just turn it would just turn off. And like those things don't turn off. Like the the remote would just die and it, it, it wouldn't work. So it's not like the lights would change at all. So yeah, it's def it was definitely strange. So John, did uh, me and Noah still enough for you to have one? Yeah, I mean, I have one not too ter- a little different than Noah's, but I I went to Bush Gardens recently. And around Halloween, they have, like, a special event that after 6 o'clock, they have, um, like, a bunch of people in costumes to scare the guests. And I was there uh, when they did that. So I was, you know, we were just walking. And then they do the intercom. They're like, alright, it's 6 p.m. We're letting loose the monsters into the park. Nowhere is safe. Good luck. And for like the first five minutes, I would say, like, we didn't really see anything or anyone. And then all of a sudden, we're walking, and around the corner, we just we see a bunch of people running around the corner screaming. And like, we round the corner and there's just a bunch of people in clown costumes, and they had these these chainsaws. They're not real chainsaws, I don't think, but like fake chainsaws. They would, uh, would they would walk around and then as someone got close, they would jump over towards them and rev the chainsaw, freak them out. Like they 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 would either like laugh or not. Uh, respond because they know it's fake or they would run away screaming. Um, it was most enjoyable when there was someone run away screaming. But um, my little sister kind of almost ruined the experience because she was like I'm going to make friends with them. It would just like say hi to them or compliment their costumes. It's like Rachel, that, that doesn't, that's not how you should be doing things. That's not, that's not scary. And she's like, that's the point. Then it's not scary if they're your friends. And like, I mean, that, that that's fair. And then there was one, I guess it's less scary than more, more humorous, but there was one where they tried to rev the chainsaw at us, but it didn't work. So they just laughed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're mic'd up to the thing. They're like, oh, god damn it, work, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like not working. That's very funny. Yeah. But yeah, overall, it was a pretty unique experience. There were um, more than just clowns. There were like people dressed up in um, like a, a vampire. There was someone dressed up like a werewolf. There was um, these... Girls who are dressed up as twins. Uh, See, I, I I don't get scared by like that kind of stuff. Like if you're in a costume and I know it's a human, I'm like I'm not gonna be scared by that. Because right. like very clearly it's meant to be that way. Now mm. ghost women. Oh, now there you got me. Right? <laughs> ghost women, stay away from me. You're scared uh, of them, those right? Those things terrifying. <laughs> yeah, terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Mm. Like if I like you know how the ring, you know those ghost women. You know if I see someone crawl out of TV, then I'm terrified. Right. Yeah. But if you're in like a Michael Myers, if you're in a freaking werewolf, I'm not gonna be scared of you. That, that's fair. Though I feel like if someone's crawling out of a TV, that it's like that. That's real. I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's real. I'm. Out. That means you have seven days to live, John. Yeah. Um. 
But like, yeah, it's like it takes even the I was slightly joking about the ghost women thing, but like even still, that's really the only thing that might get me. But mm-hmm. I, other than that, that's really it. And also, I would need to be alone because if you're with people, I'm not scared. Like if I, if I right. like if we all if all five of us were to go to like whatever wherever place you just mentioned, and there's like clowns coming after us, I'm just gonna stand there and be like, all right, that's cool. Right. But if I'm like alone in a dark alley and there's a ghost women coming after me, yeah, I'm probably gonna be a little terrified. Yeah. You should- be a little brown brown spot in your pants a little bit. Nah, not that not that type of scared. Just uh, I kind of want to run now. Kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Like it's similar when we're playing games and we're playing a co-op horror game. It's a little less scary than when you're alone. Yeah, I mean, Devour. I will I will give credit where credit's due. That is still terrifying, even with other people. Yeah. Faz, I, Faz is a great game, don't get me wrong, but it, it's definitely more humorous to play with people because, like I've mentioned many times on my channel, it's super fun to play with John and Axel because I'll be in the truck just, you know, grabbing grabbing like a video camera to go get evidence. I see the door close. I hear screaming on the inside because they're both about to die. Like, it's it's less scary and more just really funny. Um, and what they're going for in the next couple updates is they're going to try and make it scarier because they have a horror 2.0 update coming out where it's going to be like there might be a jump scare that happens when you die. There might be like um, different models and stuff for the ghosts and stuff. So they're going to make it more scary. But I mean, Devour is like the one we did on the end and it was freaking terrifying. <laughs> like there's still three of us and it was terrible. <laughs> like spiders everywhere, spider women. It was all oh, garbage. You thought ghost women was scary. How about spider women? How about that? It was awful, um, but yeah. So like, I yeah, it, it does apply to games. I will say though, there there are some games that are still terrifying, even with friends. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, the, the, there are some games like Faz where it's it's definitely way scarier alone. But uh, no, you got one. What, what's your last story? Because we're only gonna do two for each. It looks like so. Uh, but it's it's gotta be a shorter one than your first one. All right. Uh, hmm. I guess I could tell my Bloody Mary story. Alright, so... When I was of the age of 8 or 9, my dumbass got the bright idea of, Hey, let's go in my bathroom and summon Bloody Mary. And just to give you some idea, my room was literally right next to the bathroom. So just imagine I come out of my room, take a right, there you go, right next to the bathroom. So I go in, close the door, lock it. I, it might have had a lock, I don't remember if it did. But we're going to assume it locked it. So I get the water running, and I light a candle. I know there's supposed to be like three, but I light just one. And then I wait for it to steam up, and it takes little because hot water took little to kick in back then. So Eventually, it steams up, and I look in the mirror, I get ready, and I just say, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Initially, nothing happens. So, I go to turn the light off. Well, I turn the light on. And as soon as I turn the light on, it turns right back off. And right after that, the candle gets blown out. Soon after that, I feel a sharp pain across my back. And then I hear something in the bathroom break. I flick the lights on. They come back on. 
and I look at the mirror and it's clear like nothing had ever happened. I feel my back and from what I feel there's three scratches on my back. I look around to see what could be broken and I see that it's what, what the it's the um, jar that the candles in. So I just look around, get the hell out of the bathroom, and uh, I don't remember telling anyone about it. So here he go. Okay, was this a dream or a nightmare? Because Bloody Mary is an urban legend. She doesn't exist. I'm pretty sure it may, it may have been a nightmare at some point in time. Was it like a nightmare where you had just deja vu and you didn't realize it was a nightmare, or what? Because <laughs> like, there, there's, there's no, there's no universe where you act as someone Bloody Mary because she, she doesn't exist. Right. I think it was one of those nightmares I had where it felt really realistic, so I thought it was actually real when it wasn't. Yeah, so my last one, um, it, this this one was obviously way more scary than the, um, than the the uh, the one I just told. So this is in my new house. So this is this is uh, this is this happened after we moved, obviously. Um, it had been a couple weeks here at this point, um, and I go to use the bathroom. Now it's similar to Noah's story just a second ago. My bathroom is also right across from me. So I literally have to take five steps and I'm in the bathroom. So, and also, it's been enough time in this house that I've kind of memorized the sound of the doors upstairs. So my sister's door has a specific sound, and my door has a specific sound, and the bathroom door has a specific sound. Um, they're all different. Even though they're kind of similar doors, they have different locks, and they have different, like, sort of mechanisms to them that they, they make them sound different. So I can kind of tell, like, what door is being opened, for example. That, that's important in a second. Um, so I go out, so it's like 8 o'clock at night, the sun has been down for a little bit, and I go to the bathroom, and, well, I go to the bathroom, right? And while I'm going to the bathroom, I hear what sounded like my door open, because it's, in, and I'm like, that's strange. Because also my sister, it couldn't have been her door, because her door is different. Her door sounds very different, it's not even close to being the same. The only, th the only two that sound similar are my door and the bathroom. So her, so I, it couldn't have been her door, and it definitely sound, it couldn't have been the bathroom because I was in the bathroom, and it sounded like my door. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Why would why would someone be going to my room without telling me? And at this point, the people in my, the house were me, basically my family, uh, my brother, sister, my mom, and then my mom's husband's two kids, basically. And the one kid is up with us, but like he doesn't have a door in his room, and also he wouldn't he would never be allowed in my room in a thousand years. So. Essentially, I knew it couldn't have been him. I knew it wouldn't make sense to be my sister because her door would have needed to open for her, her to make sense. And even then, it wouldn't have made sense for her to go in my room without my, my knowledge anyway. And then I didn't hear the stairs, meaning no one came up to go in my room. And so I was so confused. I'm like, wait, was that my door? Am I tripping balls right now? Did I have too much drink last night? I'm not 21, so I'm lying. Uh, but anyway, you get the idea. But I was, I was so confused. And... I, I finish going to the bathroom, and I go out into the hallway, and I notice my door is slightly open. And th at that point, I'm like, no, I did hear my door. What's up with that? I go in my door. I look for cats, because, like, that's my first instinct was, oh, a cat somehow twisted the knob and pushed open the door. I look around my room. There's not a cat in sight. There's no cats under the bed. There's no cats near my desk. There's no cats anywhere. 
there's no, there wasn't even cat on that floor except for in my sister's room. And I go down the stairs, and my my mom my mom and um and her uh, uh husband were in the their their respective room or in their room. My brother was in his room watching something I could tell, and the two kids were practically asleep. Like his two kids were practically asleep, and I'm like, okay. If everyone's in their respective rooms, I never heard the stairs. I never heard my sister's door open. Who went into my room, right? That's my first, That's my second instinct was, like, if it wasn't a cat, which I don't know how that would have happened anyway, who could have gone in my room? And I'm looking around. I'm like, but it can't have been – it couldn't have been anyone downstairs because the, the no, our stairs are so noisy, you could hear it from a mile away. So, like, it, I knew it couldn't have been someone coming up the stairs. My sister didn't make sense because she, I would have heard, had to hear her door open. And the kid that was up here didn't make sense either because he was prepped. He was already sleeping. He wouldn't have came in here anyway. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's kind of creepy. But I, I, I basically think nothing of it after a little bit. I go back to doing what I was doing, which I think was editing. And later that night, around uh, 10 or 11, when I start to lay in my bed and go to sleep, typically my night routine is I go, I lay in bed and I watch like, Three, I limit myself to like three or five shorts and then I'll go to bed. As I'm laying down, my bed is situated in such a way that if I lay on my left side yeah, my left side I'm facing the door. And there's a light that's outside my room that's kind of associated with the stairs and we always have that on so we don't accidentally fall down the stairs in the middle of the night because that would be kind of tragic. So that light's on and so it's casting light uh, near my door. And as I'm laying in my bed, I start to see a shadow move by my door. And it's through, it's through a little creak in the door. I can see it. Not on the bottom of the door, but on, like the, on the left side of the door. Um, and I see the shadow go by. And I'm, the first time I see it, I'm like, no, oh, Graham, I'm seeing things again. And then it goes by a second time, like to the other side this time, as if it went forward and then came back. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And then I see it again. It happened a third time. I see it go, I see it go back the other way, like the way it originally went. I'm like, okay. So I go to open my door, and I'm checking to see if there's, like, something moving, like an object moving that's casting a shadow. Everything is static. There is nothing moving. There's no fan. There's no, like, there's nothing that could be moving that would be casting a shadow. And also, it's a, it's a, it's a tall shadow. So it would have needed to be, like, a pole or something for it to be able to cast a shadow. And also, that would be in the assumption that the light is moving, which it wasn't because it's it's situated on the on the ceiling, so it, couldn't, it can't oh. be moving. But yeah, anyway, so like it, it couldn't have been like an uh, object or something because no objects were moving and the light wasn't moving, so everything was static. So I'm like, okay, whatever, and I close my door, I go lay down, and I'm looking for it again. And sure enough, it ha- it came from the it, it switched sides again. And at this point, I'm like, okay, I have to be seeing things. There's no universe where like there's something out there that's moving because no one's moving, no no person's moving out there. Because again, my sister's door would need to have opened, and the kid—it's too—it was too short of a shadow for the kid, and so—and again, he again, him going back and forth in front of my room doesn't make sense. So at this point, I'm like, I must be seeing things. So I try to get some sleep, and then so I shut my eyes for a little bit, and then my eyes start getting like uh, itchy. So I open my eyes to scratch them, and I see the shadow just standing in front of the door now. It's just—it's just right there. It's not moving left or right. It's just—it's just static right there, and I'm thinking to myself. Okay, either the lights up, because it also looked like the light could have turned off um, because of how tall the shadow was. And I'm like, okay, either someone turned off the light, which I should have heard, or there's that's a ghost. <laughs> like, literally, that's what I thought. It's like, that's, I don't know, like, 
I don't typically believe in ghosts, but what else is that? And what I do, and I didn't, I don't know why I thought of this at the time, but what I did is I got off the bed very slowly, very quietly, and I start slowly approaching the door. The shadow's still there. I open my door very swiftly, very quickly, and nothing's there. Literally nothing is there. I close my door again just to see if I can get a better look at where the shadow's coming from, and then when I, as soon as I close the door, the shadow was no longer there. And then for, for the rest of the night, I never saw anything again. And to this day, I have no freaking idea of what happened because that was just that one night. So my door was magically opened. The there's that shadow kept moving from side to side and eventually just stood in front of the door. It's not like I heard any voices. It's not like I heard anything. That's the creepiest part, though. That I didn't hear crap. There was no noise. It was completely silent. There was no creaks in the floor. There was no doors being opened that could have made sense for someone to be moving back and forth. It didn't make any sense. So it was very creepy. Does sound creepy, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's really creepy. I would have thought you would have heard something. Literally didn't hear a, a thing. That's that's almost the creepiest part to me. Is because the only thing I heard that night was my door open when I was in the bathroom. I still have no clue what did that because it's not a draft. My door has a lock on it, and it has well, not a lock, but it has a latch on it. So wind couldn't have done anything. My windows are closed anyway. Um, my again, everyone was ruled out as a suspect. Literally everybody, because it didn't make sense for anybody to be coming upstairs because I would have heard the stairs. The people on the floor itself didn't make sense because again, my sister's door would have needed to open, and the the kid that was on the floor, you wouldn't have needed to go in here, and it wouldn't have been him anyway. So like. It just didn't make sense. No one, no one was, no one made sense. And like the cats can't open doors. Like they can, they can push things. So if your door is already open, they can probably push it open more. But the door right. is literally latched in, so they can't like twist the knob and push it in. Like cats are smart, but they're not that smart. And also, they don't. Our cats don't know yeah. how to do that. So cats were ruled out as a suspect. The wind was ruled out because there's no possible draft that could have came in. Like there was no that. That was almost creepier than the shadow, just because there's no scientific explanation as to why my door opened. So yeah, yeah, that's that was probably the creepiest part. Yeah, I have no clue how that happened. Yeah, it was freaky. But uh, John, what's your uh, what's your what's your last one, man? Let's see, let's see, it's a good one. Um, I have such an empty brain right now. Um, let's see. I mean, you're you're winning anyway, so if you just want to call yeah, it, that's you know what? I'm gonna call it. You know, I've been. I really. I feel like I've contributed so much to this episode. Yes, totally. Uh, and so that's gonna do it for today with the stories, and because I contributed so much, uh, I am the winner. <laughs> I can't believe it. Wow. The prophecy so is true. Fun. Yeah, you know, I feel like I just really I, I hit home with that first story, and like, that's all I needed. Yeah, you got like what did you get? What did you give yourself? Like a billion points? Yeah, like, I got eighteen trillion points. Ethan got five, and Noah got negative twenty. <laughs> I can't. Wow. What did I do? Uh, I didn't even do anything that bad this time. You thought about it so bad, so therefore you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he read your mind and he read that you thought about something that's what it was i didn't even think about shit what are you talking about i i know all know no you don't <laughs> okay well all you right, said i don't, don't know, know all. oh wow okay that's i think i told you negative 20 points right there <laughs>
Just do the outro so we can get out of here. <laughs> yes, uh, well, we're going to skip the whole window loser speech thing and... Um... Again, I thank you guys so much for yeah, listening. Yeah, John, what's your winner speech? <laughs> you made yourself the winner. What's your winner speech? <laughs> uh, scary stories come in all sorts of varieties. Uh, my scary story doesn't exist. Yeah, that, that's it. Damn, man. No promotion at all. Can't believe it. You know what? Uh, thank you guys so, so much for listening. We yeah. hoped we provoked a conversation that made you laugh along the way. Uh, you can catch Ethan over at Flabsexy Gaming on YouTube. You can catch Noah at NoDog54 on Xbox. And you can find me uh, on uh, Jeevan Stevens on Twitch and on YouTube. And um, as always, you can check out our Patreon. Uh, we have multiple tiers that will allow you to get special rewards and perks. We have tiers that range from 1 to 100, each tier having different perks. And the higher tier you buy, the more rewards you get. So when you become a member of the Patreon, you can get access to an exclusive Patreon-only Discord server where you can talk to me and Ethan and that silly person Noah Dog. Um, and, you know, so come hang out with us. And with all that out of the way, we'll see you guys next time.